the follow-up is simple. Ask a question, listen to the answer, then follow up. I'm your host, Noah Kozlov. Enjoy. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Follow-Up. I'm Noah, my now five and three-quarter-year-old daughter. Eden is my co-host, and we're outside today for reasons that we'll explain in just a moment. We appreciate all the wonderful feedback we got, especially from the last episode, all about Eden's thoughts on going back to school in New York City. As always, a new episode every Monday, and as always, the topic is Eden's choice. So what do um, we have? So ever since we left New York and came to my grandparents' house, um, so I've been doing a lot of gardening. So we wanted to talk to you about all the flowers and all the flower varieties in the yard. It's a good idea. It's been, we're in the suburbs of Philadelphia where I grew up, where my wife Marissa grew up. Our houses are about a mile away from each other. And as a kid, when I grew up here, it's the same home. We had a really big vegetable garden. Cucumbers, eggplants, peppers, tomatoes, basil, oregano, all sorts of things in that vegetable garden. We haven't had that vegetable garden in a long time, but grandma and grandpa have been growing all sorts of flowers and all sorts of trees ever since. So when we got here and they were still in Florida, it was our responsibility to take care of some things. Yeah. Uh, uh they also still have some tomatoes that we planted and also some herbs. All right, so let's talk about what we did first. The very first thing Grandpa said was, can you please check on the dahlias in the basement? So what do we need to do? So what you need to do is like every three months, you have to water them. So And after the last frost, uh, after the last frost, mm -hmm. you plant them, but... When it starts to get cold again, you in the fall you dig them up and put and he keeps them moist in the basement. He has a box, uh, puts some dirt in it mm -hmm. and water them every three months so they can stay moist and you can have them every year to plant. All right, so that's what we did first, and yep. after the last frost, we planted them. We planted them, and now they're blooming. Yeah. Also, the daylilies. The daylilies were very important because the deer really, really like to the eat. buds. They really like to eat the buds. So let's explain first, before we talk about the daylilies, what, what we did do? to try to keep the deer away. Uh, so there is this thing called deer scram mm -hmm. that makes the deer go away because they don't like the smell. And But you like the smell, right? Oh, I love it. What did it smell like to uh, you? At one point you said like, Paprika, I think. paprika and old bay seasoning. Uh, yeah. It's like a uh, really it's like good. a seed mix. Yeah. And they come in these twenty five pound buckets, uh -huh. and then you spread out the seed along the daylilies because the deer like to eat the buds. And then also when Grandpa came back, we put out soap. So there's so steaks. You take mm -hmm. those, and then you take some like I think some like ribbon. Mm -hmm. uh, you take uh, one Irish spring soap. Yep. And then you. Tie the 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 string the to the ribbon to the soap and you and it keeps the deer away. Right, then you just stick it into the ground. Yep. So what's so crazy about daylilies are that they only last for a day. So nuts. Yeah. So when we see it bloom, it's gonna last for a day. And then you think, well, wait a second. Why did we spend so much time trying to? 
take care of these daylilies if they're only going to last for a day, but they've got they've got a lot of different buds on each. And they, there are a lot of different varieties, about fifty, about maybe twenty. Oh really? I, I I'm just taking a guess. <laughs> well, I do know that they've got eight to ten, 10 flowers, flowers on each, each stalk, stalk, so that helps. And then they grow because of all the different varieties. They grow at different times of the summer, yeah. so that you always have daylilies if you have a bunch of different yeah. varieties. So they have about fifteen. Yeah, they've got a lot. They've got a lot. They also have a lot of hydrangea. Hydrangeas. Yeah, hydrangea. There, there are seven different types of hydrangea, and I think Grandma and Grandpa have all seven. There's lace cap. There's no, climbing. Oh, there's no, mountain. No, what no, else? No, you mean hosta. Nope. We'll get to hosta in a moment. Hosta are those spreaders that uh, look like yes. the little uh, drops on uh -huh. on top. But the hydrangea, your favorite was the endless summer, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of different hydrangea. And what I thought was really neat was how you can change the color of hydrangea. By using coffee grounds. Uh, so if you put like a medium amount of them, it will change it to purple, your hydrangeas. But if you put like, you wait for like a week and keep collecting your coffee grind, it will turn it to like blue. So the more acidic the soil is, and you'll learn this yes. as you get older in science, it's all about the pH level of the soil. And these are this is all new to me also. Yeah. I didn't know any of this stuff. So if it's more acidic soil, so the more coffee grounds you put in, and you can put some other chemicals in too, that makes it blue. And if it's less acidic, if the soil is more of an alkaline, it makes it pink. The hosta... Like purple. purple. Mm -hmm, right, but then you, and then if you put a little bit more, it becomes more purple. The hosta are spreaders, and they, they are everywhere. But just like any other ones, you can dig them up and share them with your friends. Yeah, or you you can keep them for yourself. Just like take half of it up and move it to a different spot, where it can oh, yeah. grow more, or move the whole thing and move it where it has more space. Something you mentioned in the beginning, I think, was about the herbs. Yes, I did. So, what type of herbs do we have here? Um, we have some sage that we that we found first: oregano, thyme, thyme, rosemary. Mm -hmm. There's and basil. Basil. Mm -hmm. So basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, sage, and mint all here. And the basil, it's just so nice to have fresh herbs. Yeah, and there's also tomatoes. What kind of tomatoes? Uh, we have beefsteak tomatoes. Those uh, are going to be the really big ones? Yes. We have, we're going to grow really big ones. Uh -huh. uh, there's also yellow pear tomatoes because they look like pears. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, there are also patio tomatoes. I didn't know that. You told me that before. I didn't know about patio tomatoes. Well, yeah. Huh. I looked at one of the tags. Oh, that's uh, always helpful to keep the yeah. tag in the pot. Yeah, so I think, so if you've got the tomatoes and you've got the basil, yeah. we're two-thirds of the way to one of our favorite salads. What's the only other thing we need? Um, well, is it? It is mozzarella. Right, fresh mozzarella. mozzarella. <laughs> we can't grow that here, though. Well, but we can always get the <laughs> Yeah, right. We can always get the fresh mozzarella. So we've got the herbs, the tomatoes, also raspberries. Raspberries. There's a whole bunch of wild raspberry bushes. I remember as a kid, there was one out the side of the house, and now there's four of them. Yeah, and they are so good. Yeah, what, what type of flavor? How would you describe them? Um, a little tart. Mm -hmm. Um, they 
their texture is very different than like raspberries you'll get at the store. They're very small. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I really like them. Yeah, me too. They they kind of pop and they're they're very bright, oh, yeah. uh, bright and bright in color. One other thing, back to flowers that we planted was a butterfly bush. Oh yeah, when we released our butterflies, we were growing butterflies. Um, so one thing that they had in there was also like seed, seeds that grow all these different flowers and it comes into a bush and then all different butterflies come. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to attract all sorts of butterflies, especially the monarch butterflies that we helped raise. And now there's a beautiful zinnia on Two top. Two zinnias. Two different ones. Oh, really? And, it, yeah. and they're near the, the spider flower, which is another just wild flower that Grandpa didn't plant. Just the seeds kind of just move yeah. all over the place. And also, for the raspberries, that's a wild bush. Right, because the birds, birds might have just eaten a seed and then dropped it there and they just started growing. Nah, maybe they also ate a raspberry and accidentally dropped it. In. That's true. Right, and then the seeds helped and then there's grow. Still, and then there's a raspberry in the, in the ground somewhere. Okay, so now let's go on to the trees. Uh, the, the tree that I'll always remember is the red maple tree that is in the yard that has been there for... 114 years old. That's it's 114 years old? Yes, that's how old it is. So the house was built in the early 1900s. There's some debate whether it was 1909 or whether just the chimney was built in 1909 because that's what it says on the chimney or if it was built in 1906. But that's been there for over 100 years old. And then right on the driveway is a cut leaf maple. Cut leaf maple. That is right in front of us right now. Yeah, but we can't turn the camera, but it's over there. We'll show you a picture. And that's about 40 years old. And when Uncle Max and I were kids, before before camp. before camp, before the first day of camp, first day of school, last day of school, when our grandparents would visit any occasion, our pictures were always taken in front of that. And then there's another really unique tree that you that you described as unique that I don't think I'd ever really noticed. But it's called a smoke tree. Uh, it looks like really nice. Uh, it's kind of like it's like a maroon color leaves. Mm -hmm. It's so nice that it's like um, pillows. Yeah, it's like pillows of, of cotton balls almost. Yeah. And, and Grandpa said that it grows one to two feet every year. All right. But it hasn't all been great. Nope. Because no. of the lantern flies. flies. So there's these things that look like spiders, but they're not spiders. They're nymphs. Mm -hmm. So these nymphs are, can be black, black and white. Mm -hmm. They're the white dots. Uh, and then they're red and white dots. So whenever you see one, you should not step on it. Right. But, it. but you have to sneak up on it. Because they can jump about 15 feet. So when we saw these in, in March when we got here, I didn't really know. I didn't really know much about them, so we yeah. started to look them up more and more. And then when Grandma and Grandpa came back, and then now there are but, thousands. Yes, of them. and one thing. So what, Dad? Dad, he. We were just in driving. He tried to kill it with um, a pine needle, but it jumped over. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And I didn't know that they could jump. So now we've sprayed all the trees on the bottoms. And what they try to do is they go from eggs into these nymph phases and then they turn into what yeah, look like beautiful butterflies, but they're lanternflies and they so destroy trees. trees. They make your trees die. So so they move very slowly, so you can always swat them. You, you can if you can sneak up on them. And then I'm looking no, at, I'm the, looking at on, them right no, now. on the flies. The 
flies. Oh, once flies. they become flies. Yes. I haven't seen the flies yet. No. And then... Well, one when, one time when we were in our pool, uh, one of the lantern flies popped in the pool, and we had to knock it out. Oh, the blow-up pool. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. And yes. I think a lot of people around the country have gotten blow-up pools for, for this time since everybody's at home. But we wrapped uh, a bunch of the trees... With duct tape. With duct tape, and then all the bugs get stuck to that duct tape, and then you cut it off so and, they're not destroying the and, trees. But, and, but they die. Mm -hmm. uh, we've also got to spray that... You spray around your door frame. Mm -hmm. You'll especially have a lot if you have a garden in. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of trees. It's true. That's true. Uh, two more plants that you really liked are the coleus plants. Coleus. That you helped arrange in the pots yes. at the front of the house. And also one that I think I've seen for a long time but never really paid much attention to and then finally touched it was... Lamb's ear. Lamb's ear. It's a plant that feels like a lamb's ear. Mm. It is so... Like lamb's fur, basically. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's basically... It basically feels like lamb's fur. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just lamb's fur is like soft. a little softer. It's, yeah. All right, so continuing with this nature talk, the bird feeder, Yes. we've been filling that up every few days because as mom says, those birds are pigs. Yes, they eat crazy about. Like, we probably filled it up last Thursday. Yeah, we filled it up every few days. Uh, last Thursday, gone yesterday. And we filled it up with these, it's called suey, and it comes in this like a square block and there's two little feeders and so we've seen blue jays blue jays cardinals cardinals male female mm -hmm. all sorts of other all sorts of other birds which is fun to look at in the morning yeah. plus right behind us uh, it's can a fig you see tree. It? oh yeah that's the fig tree yeah got three little figs is the hummingbird feeder yeah. i have not seen any hummingbirds have you uh well, you saw one with grandpa I think I saw one flying away. Yes. Uh, well, I've seen one for like two seconds, but that's all. And so do you remember what we made the hummingbird food out of? So, uh, sugar, sugar water. It's just, oh, what was that? It was a spider. What? One of those jumping ones. It wasn't. That was a, that was a real spider. But, uh, so... Hummingbird feeder. So we made it out of sugar and water. Mm -hmm. Sugar water. Yeah, you boil the water, put sugar, sugar in it, let it sit. Sit. Yep. And then pour it into, pour it into the feeder. Yep. Uh, if you can see, it's behind the fig tree, and it's that red thing with the flowers on the bottom. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can see it. Hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I know you've really enjoyed planting. And I know that it's the never-ending project of weeding, and you really love to do it. That was your, your kindergarten graduation gift where new gardening gloves. Yes. <laughs> but I think it's really nice that it's something that you get to do with grandma and grandpa yeah. that they really like and they can share it with you. Mm -hmm. All right, nice job. Thank you. Love you. Love you.